Welcome to the ENA Podcast. This is the ENA Podcast, and I am Dan Campana, the Senior Manager for PR and Communications with the Emergency Nurses Association, welcoming you back to a 50th anniversary-driven episode of the podcast. Uh, today, we're going to take a little bit of a behind-the-scenes look at how ENA has been telling the, the story of our 50 years uh, through ENA Connection and through our social media throughout the year with three of, of my colleagues uh, who I've seen in action over the last year putting together uh, the things that uh, our members and the public have had a chance to see through uh, things like Throwback Thursday on social media, our great virtual timeline, and then in the uh, monthly issues of ENA Connection where we've been profiling uh, our past president. So uh, with that, I'm going to welcome Matt Dominus, Tim Mucha, and Sarah McNulty to the ENA podcast. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Hi, Dan. So I'm fortunately, you know, in the office. I'm coming to you from the Kelleher room, but we are spread across, you know, the, the greater Chicago area uh, as we're all still in a bit of a work from home mode. But uh, it's good to come back together with you guys. And, you know, we've not seen a ton of each other, but uh, the work that everybody's been doing on the 50th has really uh, continued to bring ENA together. So, you know, bringing you guys on today, um, let me start with sort of a broader picture. Uh, collectively among us, uh, we've only been here a handful of years. So out of ENA's 50 years, none of us have been here more than three really at this point, uh, but we've learned a lot about ENA's history. So I just wanna you know, start off a little generally and I'll start with you, Matt. Um, having a chance to learn about ENA's history during an important year like this, tell me a little bit about, a little bit about how that helps um, you really frame what it means to work for ENA. So it's been really kind of um, inspiring to work over the last 12 months with some of these uh, profiles I've been writing. I had a chance to work on a lengthy series we did this year, talking to some members who've been with the association from the beginning or, or near the beginning. We wanted to look for uh, usually presidents, but also people who weren't, uh, folks who, who had an, uh, an opportunity to really influence the association over the years. And we did 12 of those. We're going to have two more come up in the December issue where we're going to look at our founders, uh, Anita Doran and Judy Kelleher. So it's, it's actually pretty inspiring to, to hear their stories and, and to talk about how different things were, say, back in the 70s when the staff was just three people and, and to see how much this association has grown. And we, we picked people who touched a lot of different decades of the association. And, and I always got this feeling that, that we were in good hands. We had some, some really strong leaders that, that stepped in and kind of helped the, the association grow and, and, and overcome challenges as they came. Sarah, you work in executive services, so you have an opportunity to be around some of the living history of the ENA. But um, so getting a chance to kind of dig back a little bit into, into our archives, um, what kind of perspectives have you picked up about ENA as a whole uh, through your part of the journey, which we'll talk about a little bit in a little bit, but what, you know, from a perspective standpoint, what, uh, what have you really taken away from being able to, to get to know our history a little bit differently than maybe you would have in any other year? Yeah, I mean, getting to dig through all of our archives that we have in our Schomburg headquarters and also getting to work with Joanne Fidali, who, you know, worked with Anita Dorr. And you don't hear much about Anita Dorr because she wasn't around as long as, you know, Judy Kelleher was to see this association grow. And, you know, learning from Joanne just firsthand stories 
you know, the $5 right off the bat is what Anita, you know, needed from Joanne in order to, for Joanne to be a member. Um, and watching our association grow world, like internationally, it's, it's incredible. And, um, you know, just the little things you pick up on, what ENA is there for, for our members, supporting them, whether it's, you know, tsunami relief foundations, you know, our ENA foundation as a whole. Um, and then just being there for our members, supporting them, just little things like that that you just pick up on throughout the archive. Tim, uh, similar, I mean, you've been here uh, a, a couple of years now. You have a chance to interact with members, you know, through social media often, but, um, you know, you get different perspectives from different ways. What, what have you taken away from just the overall opportunity to learn more and see these photos and, you know, get a, a sort of a, a, a different sense of what the association is about, other than just from what the people who are currently here talk about? Yeah, it's been really exciting, you know, going through the archives and working with Joanne, as Sarah mentioned, to take a look at our history um, for social media. And, you know, I've, I've learned that ENA has done a really great job at advancing the profession. You know, of course, we have annual conferences and educational materials and GA and things like that. But, you know, they've brought partnerships with ANA. They've gone to Washington, D.C. to have those really important conversations. Um, they brought education to other countries. And, you know, those are really exciting things to see our association do for emergency nurses in, in addition to, you know, the typical things that we provide. So let's talk a little bit about what you guys have each been doing to help bring this story to life throughout the year uh, in the different platforms. Uh, Matt, so you, you were starting to talk a little bit about uh, these opportunities to interview past presidents and other longstanding members. Uh, what are a couple of the things that stand out to you from getting to talk to some of these folks? Because even for people who work here, who maybe have been here a few years, there's some stories that have come up from these presidents that um, show really the roller coaster ride that ENA has been on over the years. And, um, you know, so was that particularly surprising to you? Or what are some other nuggets that you've taken away from, from the interviews that you've done so far? It, one of the uh, um, incidents that came up a couple of times with some of the uh, the past presidents that I spoke with was what, where we were financially in the uh, early 1980s, the uh, 79, 80, 81. I think it was a really difficult time. And some of the presidents there were really literally not sure if the association was going to make it. And, and they they found a way. Um, th there was a, a difficult uh, um, period organizationally for us right after we separated from uh, um, from ASAP and the the leaders of the association found new ways to kind of um, bring in revenue and, and restructure the organization. And that was a that was kind of a remarkable story to hear about. When you talk about these folks who have seen the evolution of the association, and I had a chance to talk with Joanne at the beginning of the year, and you know, it kind of dawned on her that her presidency was 30 years ago and how much time has flown because of all the things that have happened. Did, did you get similar perspectives from some of these other presidents? Um, you know, Obviously, when you write a story, only so much makes it into the story. But when you had those conversations, you get a sense that they saw, you know, they're even surprised at how much has happened in so much, you know, in, in some regards in a short amount of time with the way this organization has grown in membership, but also in the ways that it serves that membership. Oh, absolutely. And it's been interesting to see how there have been different issues that surface um, at different eras. So in, in the 1980s, talking about um, HIV AIDS um, and, and some of the ideas there that were, were would be things that nobody even thinks about or even considers um, in, in 2020. So the, the idea of would, um, would all uh, clinicians have 
um, have gloves and have uh, um, PPE when, when dealing with a, a patient who has blood all over them. Um, this was a, a really unusual idea back in the 1980s. And now obviously it's, it's, not, it's really taken for granted. Sure. Um, so Sarah, you were a part of putting together the virtual timeline, which um, you know lives on our website, and people have had a chance to, to peruse it. And uh, at our last on-site event in in San Diego at SCLO, to have that laid out, uh, you know, in a physical form for for people to to browse, and certainly people were really taken by it. Um, tell us a little bit about how that process went, because there's just so much history of ENA, and even our timeline that we have in the building here. Um, only feels like it scratches the surface sometimes, but uh, talk about going through that process to help build that timeline out and making sure that, you know, um, you know, it does the best job it can to represent all these key things and major moments that ENA has had since 1970. Yeah, so we got together, we had a, you know, a core team, and we all kind of met with Joanne Fidali, and we went through each decade, and we kind of pulled what we felt would be very important information to the association, things that helped us grow, things that were unique, um, just things like that to kind of pull through and get some of these, you know, acknowledging some of these, you know, events and getting them out there so people can see what ENA has actually done if they didn't already know that we have done this already. You know, we're also very lucky to have employees who have been ENA members for a long time. You know, Katrina was a huge part of our team going from a member, an ENA member to becoming an ENA staff. So she was very helpful in that process too. And, you know, letting us know and giving us the insight to being a member and what it really meant to be a member and what she felt, you know, ENA has done and has grown. So it's great to get those stories. And part of that process, you probably came across a lot of these other things that you and Tim then turned into Throwback Thursdays. So you found these great major moments that you wanted to highlight, but you probably found a lot of these little interesting and fun little side nuggets that turned into Throwback Thursday. Uh, Tim, talk about how you and Sarah, as you dug through all that material, I mean, how did you decide what was fun enough to make the cut? And, you know, I'm sure there are still some things that you wish you were able to, to include in these throwbacks and there's still some time, but, you know, obviously, you know, there, there was a, you know, you had to put a limit on it, but what was it like to go through and see some of these, these, you know, photos that maybe you haven't, nobody's seen in a long time or things that made its way over from the old building, but nobody's seen in years and years just because it's been stashed away. Yeah, there's definitely not enough Thursdays in the year to make sure that we get everything that we want to put out there. Um, but Sarah and I went through a lot of this stuff. We had some great conversations with Joanne and we identified, you know, so far we've hit every Thursday. So we've identified, you know, months upon months of fun and engaging photos and things that are really going to not only educate our followers on ENA, but also, you know, jog their memories on some of the things that they've enjoyed throughout the years. And so far, we've seen a lot of good engagement when we've referenced past conferences and, you know, we ask members who was at this one and who was at the 1992 conference. So things like that have really engaged our audience and, and getting to go, you know, down memory lane on ENA social media. I, that was something I was going to ask you about. I mean, the feedback, I mean, we always like to have those engaging things and, and photos and, and, and things that bring people's memories back to another time. So I think, especially across uh, Instagram and, and Facebook, I think we've seen a good amount of response from people because uh, they remember it or they remember something very specific about it and then they start to talk about it and then the conversation grows from there. Um, so that's gotta make you guys feel good. Like, hey, we may be new to ENA, but we pulled out some things that people really wanted to talk about again, even though it's been 10 or 15 years, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. It's been really fun watching those conversations grow and being able to, you know, start that for them and and show them something from 30, 20 years ago, whatever the case may be, and seeing where they take the conversation and hearing about, you know, their experiences and memories. So uh, Matt, coming back to connection, one of the other things that you guys have done in addition to the profiles is you've looked at issues, uh, clinical issues, and talked about the evolution of those things throughout the, the years. Uh, everything from how intoxicated patients were dealt with in the 70s, all the way up to how it's viewed in a more holistic way now. Um, what's been maybe the most fascinating thing you've picked up on from looking at that evolution, evolution knowing that similar to you know the rest of us in this conversation, we're not clinicians. So you know, the, the little things that have changed may be really major to an ED nurse, but we would never notice it as a member of the public. So what stood out to you about some of those conversations? Those have been really interesting. We these pieces that would just look at a slice of, of clinical practice or uh, how things are handled in an emergency department. And I, I think that one of the things I came away with was it was never, uh, the story was never long enough to take a, a complicated issue, um, like how we, we care for intoxicated patients or how, uh, how nurses are taking over a resuscitation. It's so hard to do that in, in three and a half magazine pages and, and try to make a, you know, do, do justice to a topic that, that that's that big and complicated. I think one of my favorites to work on was uh, talking about ESI um, and, and how triage has evolved and changed. And, and people didn't even really talk about triage in the 70s and, and early 80s. But when uh, ESI came along and other uh, programs like it, it really did change the way, um, the way people thought about patients and, and gave a kind of a common vocabulary um, about how patients were kind of evaluated when they first came in. And, and one of the things I really liked about that story was talking about the future of triage too because we, we got into working with one of our partners, uh, Mednition, who is this really fascinating program where they're taking um, AI and big data sets and really finding ways that we may revolutionize triage and, and, and using um, tactical and, and analytic ideas that will really change the way triage is handled in the future. Well, whether it's clinical, whether it's been the fun stuff, or whether it's just been the, the story of ENA, uh, each of you had an opportunity to help tell that story. Appreciate each of you taking some time to be a part of the ENA podcast today. And obviously, anybody can uh, stay with us on social the rest of the year through Throwback Thursdays and the remaining issues of ENA Connection for 2020. So um, one more time, thank you to, to Sarah, Tim, and Matt for being a part of the podcast today. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Thanks. for having us. Thanks, Dan. So before we go, also want to point out uh, and, and offer a thank you to our 50th anniversary sponsors for this year. Uh, Stryker, SoFi, Jones and Bartlett and NSO have all helped make our 50th anniversary celebration uh, what it's been. Uh, it's been a difficult and different year than we expected, but they've been with us throughout 2020 and helping us uh, celebrate 50 years. And we have Founders Day coming up in December. So, um, you know, we'll hit that official 50th mark in, um, in less than two months, in just about two months. So um, we'll be looking forward to that to officially mark that 50th you know, 50th anniversary day. So with that, that'll be it for this episode of the ENA podcast. I appreciate once again, Sarah, Tim, and Matt joining us from uh, ENA staff who have been involved with the 50th anniversary this year. Hope you will stick with us. We've got more episodes to come uh, about the 50th and about other great emergency nursing topics here on the ENA podcast. Catch you next time.